Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, I'm continuing down the vein today about being overcomers, that we can overcome the things of life because Jesus Christ is in us. Jesus Christ gives us power. He gives us truth, and we can trust in him and trust and obey because we know there is no other way. Our Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, we ask that we would trust you. We ask you to help us trust you and believe in you, that, God, we would never doubt for a moment that the examples and the word of God is true. And, Lord, that you're there for us and that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Lord, we know that life throws out some different things. We know that life isn't perfect. We know that there are struggles around the corner, but we know you're there to walk us through those struggles, to be near to us and to lead us. And I pray you would lead these listeners today. Watch over them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, folks, Jesus taught with authority. Yes, with authority. He taught truth that people could trust. It wasn't a lame message, but a message of hope and a message of a future. After all, we were created in the image of Almighty God. Hey, if you're going to be created in something, might as well be uh, created in the image of the Master, right? I mean, there's no other better place to be created than in the image of God with a hope and with a future, with a divine purpose. It's time to stop running from his authority. And it's time to start running to his authority, to be guided by his life. He is anxiously awaiting for you to call on him. Listen to Jesus' words in Matthew 7, verse 28 and 29. Actually, this is Matthew's words in, in right after Jesus had just, just shared on the mount. Listen to this. Matthew says, when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teacher of the law. See, he taught with authority. If one is going to learn, why not learn from the best? I remember years ago when I started coaching, I wanted to know the, be the very best coach I could be. So I was coaching football, and so I read the, uh, the Vince Lombardi story, all about Vince Lombardi, one of the greatest coaches for the Packers to ever live. And then I coached basketball, and so I read John Wooden's story. I read several stories about John Wooden and about how, how, how he got the best out of his team. He had the longest winning streak in basketball history, 88 games in a row, and how, how effective he was. But he was also a spiritual man, also loved God, and then I read books about success in ministry and pastors and leaders. I try to saturate myself with things that will help me in life, to help me grow and learn. But the greatest authority we have to follow is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. All of us can always learn. But one thing that is important is that we learn to trust Jesus. When he says we can believe him, when he says we can believe his word, we need to count on it. We need to follow his direction. Yesterday I read the passage out of Luke 5. I'm just going to read you a few verses from the same passage, chapter 5, verse 4 through 7. When Jesus had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep water and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we worked hard all night, haven't caught anything. But Jesus, you say so, I'll let it down. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish, their nets began to break. 
And so they signaled the other boats to come over. They loaded those boats up, and they begin to sink because they were so full. You know, that's what I read yesterday, but it was talking about the great success. Why? It was because he listened to God. He didn't want to do it. He had been tired. He had been out all night long. He did not have the strength probably at the time. But he said yes to God, and the Holy Spirit of God in his power delivered through Jesus Christ. See, he is our strength in the time of trouble. He is our shining light when it's dark outside. You know, a while back I was at a friend's house, and I tried walking the dark uh, to go to the restroom in the middle of the night, and I ran into an open door because I couldn't see. I needed a nightlight. I needed light so we could see what was good. That's exactly what happens when we can't see clearly. We run into things all over the place. And sometimes people are living in darkness, and much of this world is living in darkness. It's very important to recognize you are a child of God. There's an old hymn that's in Christendom for years. It's called, I Am a Child of God. I am a child of God. I am a child of God. And it goes on. That's a chorus. You know, we've been, the blood of Jesus Christ has helped us become a child of God because we believe in him. Even us with our faults, even us with our difficulties in life, we are a child of God, and he has a great plan for our life, and he wants to help us through those. He wants to help us become overcomers. God wants us all to know who we are in him. We are a child of the king. We are a special man or a special woman planned by God to spend eternity with him. He wants us to enjoy our lives, to be happy, to press on to his high calling. He has given every person on this planet the choice of life, the choice to believe in him or not. You know, the question we have to ask ourselves, what is our choice going to be? Do we believe in the power of God? Our choice is to accept and believe, and that's what he wants us to do. When Peter shared here, Peter, you know, he turned his back on God and, and on Jesus in his final hours, you know. I never knew him until the cock crowed three times. But then Peter became the greatest evangelist, started the revival in Acts. In fact, Acts chapter 2, verse 40 and 41, it says this. He said, with many other words, he warned them, and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from the corrupt generation those who accepted his message were baptized, and about 3,000 were added to the number that day. Then it went on to talk about the fellowship of believers, as we know in the 42nd through 47th verses of chapter 2. But he, they accepted Jesus, they were baptized, and they were heaven-bound. You know, just like up at our family camp a few weeks ago, we had six that were going to be baptized. Well, it ended up being 13. They just kept coming out, coming out. We believe we want to be baptized. Their life has been changed forever. They were saved, and they were baptized, the Bible says in Acts 2.38, and then they received the Holy Spirit. They are obedient to God, and that's what he wants from you and I. He wants us to be obedient to God. He wants us to listen, to follow him. The disciples left their nets, and they followed Jesus, and his goal was to lead them to be fishers of the men. He wanted them to lead others to the Lord. Folks, that's something we're lacking in our churches today, is people who are willing to lead others to Jesus Christ. You know, I told you, and I'm going to be talking about it a lot, next May 1, 2, and 3, we have the great 
the great uh, revival coming to town and, and the old Taco Bell Arena, the Extra Mile Arena. We're going to have a great time. We're going to throw Mark Lowry's going to lead a, an incredible weekend of trying to win the lost. And that's why it's important for us now to start planning on bringing our friends that maybe don't know the Lord or very maybe they're just very loose with their walk with God to bring them this very important time. Back in Anaheim, California, uh, just a, several weeks ago, this revival happened through the same thing. And thousands, I think it was 8,000 some came to know Jesus Christ. Folks, it is time to make a difference. The question I have to ask you today and I want you to think about is this. Who are you in Christ? Are you a child of the King? Do you believe in Him? And if you're struggling, please ask for prayer. Please seek out someone that you know you can trust and say, please pray for me. Pastor, pray for me. Pastor Tom, pray for me. You know what? Whoever it is, we want to pray for you. You know, and if you ever want to call and just say, hey, would you pray for me? I'd be glad to pray for you on the phone. I just think it's so vital that we call upon the Lord Jesus Christ because life isn't easy. Life is difficult. There are many, many struggles. You know, and we need support groups. You know, and in our church, we have a, a life ministry, a small small group ministry, and it's to breathe life into each other. And we, we need each other. The church needs each other. Fellowship, people need each other. You need a friend in the, in that's following God so you can have some connection to also. In the book of Acts, the church was vir- virtually launched. But why was it launched? It was launched because of the story. It was launched because Jesus Christ predicted that he would die on a cross and that he would rise again and that someday he would come back again. And finally... People believed it. They believed it because the testimony of those who saw, those who saw it happen. So people, we need to continue. Continue what has been started years ago, that someday each one of us will spend eternity with him. My prayer is this, is each one of you listening today would say yes to the call of Jesus Christ on your life. And folks, it's a simple yes. It says, yes, Jesus I'm going to follow you. Yes, Jesus, I'm going to trust you. Yes, Jesus, I believe you're going to be there for me. Lord, I cannot do it on my own anymore. For me to become an overcomer, I have to say yes. I have to respond. I have to know who I am in you. Lord, you created me. You created me in your image. You had a plan for my life. You planned it from a long time ago. You had a plan even in my mother's womb. And like I said, in my life, my mom had not planned me. I was not a plan. I was a big surprise. When I say big, I mean nine pounds, two ounces, big surprise. But you know what? God had it planned all along. God, maybe it was a mistake by my father and mother, but whatever it was, it wasn't his mistake. It was his design because I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. And God wants to use me, and he wants to use you. And he wants us to be alive in the Treasure Valley. Folks, get involved in your church. Get involved deeply with your church. Start making a difference. Start inviting people. Start taking leadership roles. Start teaching. Start serving. Serve him. Be obedient. Allow him to use you. You are an overcomer, and he's going to use you 
this day. Lord bless you. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.